Back to the Sunday service. As always, I've got the hottest boy in Newcastle, Taylor Coftry. Dude, rock and no. Did you kick the slides off? Of course, yeah. Oh, fucking making yourself uh, well and truly at home with a. Uh, we spoke about Hobbit Foot last week, and I'm, yeah. I'm getting like big, you just walk through IGA vibes to get a Red Bull before this. <laughs> <laughs> I did, honestly, dude. I drank two Red Bulls in the car on the way here. You know what I did, dude? What? I pounded a 500 mil one when I stopped at Williamtown because I was just. Exhausted from the drive home. Yeah, you've been driving, bro. I need to tell Road you. Dog. I need to tell you about my fucking my stay in Port Macquarie. Go for it. And I'll pref. Actually, let's crack a brew because stories are always better with beers. Oh, baby. This week we have Sydney Brewery's East Coast IPA. Last Christmas uh, with Cass's family, each of uh, the boys kind of bought a beverage from different breweries. From So we had like one brother-in-law from Sydney, the Gold Coast, and then Adelaide. So the guy from Sydney, the brother from Sydney, bought this. And, dude, it fucking ripped hard. Cheers. Now we can cheers. cheers. Look at this. Hey. Fucking how you going, mate? Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts? I really don't mind that. Okay. That's I really good. don't mind that. When you, when you, you thought I was going to say I hated it. Oh, dude, I, I did have a big fear that you're going to be like, this is fucking shit. No, that's nice, actually. I like that. Yeah, good stuff. So, dude, Port Macquarie. I had to, I was up in Port Macquarie. Yeah. And had to stay. Overnight for two nights. Okay. The there is a touch football competition that is currently happening in Port Macquarie. So there's four thousand extra people there. So the only place that I could get accommodation is a place called the Port Macquarie Hotel. That's not a good start. No, it's not. It's not a good start when something's just called the Place Hotel. And you can probably tell from like the tone of my voice was not a good stay, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, have you ever, like, you know how something happens one time where something will start off on a bad foot and then you know that that's just the first of many things that's just going to be yeah. fucked about a situation? Yeah. So the hotel that I'm, I'm just anticipating a hotel business, right? Yeah. It's one of the ones that has a pub um, okay. underneath it. I love pubs, so I was like, fucking, that should be all right. Bro, I rock up. At like 12 o'clock, a little bit early. And I was like, just curious to know if there is any early check-ins. They're like, oh, what room? Like, what's your name? And he's like, bro, come back at one o'clock. And he's like, well, you'll be sweet. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, fucking grouse. Go back at one. He's like, oh, come back at 1.30. Go back at 1.30. He's like, come back at two. 
Check-ins at two o'clock Check-ins anyway. at two anyway. So I was like, fucking grouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Dude, that's actually mad to be like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Come back when it is. Yeah, come back Dude, when so check-in time actually is. And they're like, oh, they're just preparing the room, want to make sure everything's all good. So, dude, I go back at 2 o'clock. There's now a different guy on the counter. Mm. And I was like, hey, man, this is my last name. Just need to check into the room. And he goes, ooh, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean, ooh, yeah? Never good sounds you want to hear from someone on the opposite side of the counter from you. So now I'm like, fuck, have these guys fucked my booking up? Mm. And he goes, oh, mate. We uh, had a staff member living in that room and we've had to kick him out so you could stay here for a few nights. So they're just doing a tidy up of everything. And I was like, okay, so when the fuck can I check in, dude? And he's like, come back at three. So I go back at 10 to four. Just because right, yeah, I've, okay. yeah. I've been fucked around like four times. Yeah, just in case you don't want to go through another two times of them saying come back in half an hour. Yeah, and mind you, like I'm carrying a bag. I've got a backpack, a laptop, boots, all this shit. And uh, he goes, oh, mate, we just got the key. Good timing. So I was like, okay, cool. So essentially two-hour late check-in. Yeah. It is what it is. Go up to the room, dude, and as I'm walking past the rooms, I just see shared bathrooms and shared shower blocks. And I was like, Ooh. oh, don't fucking tell me, cunt. Open my bed, open the room. Dude, it is like the oldest fucking, the oldest hotel room that I feel like I've said. It's like someone did like a his history building, one of those historic buildings that you can't do anything on. Yeah, okay. Like it was like a heritage listed fucking hotel. Paint is peeling off the walls. They don't have a fridge. They, the fan is like borderline fucked. The air conditioner is just in like a main part of the room. So it's like a living room, a bedroom, and then like a closet essentially. And I was like, fucking hell, find a door. Thankfully I had my own toilet. So I was like, fucking Ooh, okay. thank fuck, dude. Walk in there. Can shit in peace. Walk in there, dude. Yeah, dude, fuck. <laughs> you need to shit in peace. Oh, dude, you can't be shitting in a shared bathroom. Fuck no, dude. I almost don't want to share the same bathroom with my fucking missus. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I want to I get don't. two bathrooms just so I can be like, fucking take your shits down there. Yeah, that's your shitter. That's my shitter. Yeah. You don't want this one. No. You especially, don't want this one, dude. Especially after I'm done with it, you do not want to you be within dude. two miles of this joint. You've seen my diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you fed me the Hungry Jacks yeah. last night. <laughs> You're responsible for my diet, dude. <laughs> you don't want me sharing the same toilet I shit in? So I was like, fuck me, dad. Bro, no floor mat. For like when you hop out of the shower. Gross. They have like a little, uh, like a little washer that is just like literally like paper thin. Mm. No handrail, one little tiny bar of soap, like no shampoo, no fucking body wash, none of that shit. Bro, paper cups for you to make like coffee in. Oh, okay. And then just like an old box, out of date box of Lipton fucking black tea. Which means it's old as fuck, dude, because you know how long that shit lasts? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? So I'm just sitting there like, what in the fuck is going on in this joint? And um, so the first night, they, um, I had a few beers, had a feed. Bro, club is pumping downstairs till about midnight. The Friday night, dude, I, I have a few beers once again, as you do when you're away. Dude, these cunts 
played music till 2 a.m. Obnoxiously loud. Like it was quarter past one and I was just like, I just need to see what time this music is wrapping yeah, up. Yeah, you're now just interested. So I, because I, I was like, I either fucking, I can't beat him. I was two minutes away from joining him. Yeah. Just, I'd had fucking six beers. I was like, I may as well just come down here and just make a dick of myself and just listen yeah. to, I put my hands up in the air sometime. Saying, hey, oh, baby, let's go. Bang it was up. all like 2009 Mooseheads music. Which, that is kind of lit. It is kind of lit, but when you're trying to sleep and it's just like, one, two, three, yeah, four, I know you want me. You know I want it's, you. It's probably not so as lit when you aren't on MDMA oh, and dude. involved in it, dude. Dude. When you're actually trying to sleep and you just hear, yeah. and you're just sitting there with fucking both hands with a pillow pressed against your fucking thing. Dude. <laughs> oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. feeling. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, fuck. shut up. Dude, what a nightmare. So keep, keeps me up till two. By the time everyone clears out, it's now like three o'clock until, until by the time I fall asleep. They've got no blackout curtains. So just like these thin like curtains that you can literally see out of. You know those like, yeah. it's like a linen curtain or some shit. Ones that are in like the kitchen in your nan's place. Yes. Nan kitchen curtains. So I get to bed at 3 a.m. And then at 5 a.m., the sun is basically up and birds like, fucking good morning, brother. Yeah, yeah they are. Morning, cunt. <laughs> I'm going to have a brawl with a fucking another neighborhood bird. I was filthy, cunt. I was so fucking raging, dude, bro. That's fucked up, dude. And you know what's, you, you, know, <laughs> you know what the most fucked up thing about all of this is? Is that Touchfoot is gay. Yeah. Touchfoot is fucking gay as hell, dude. It's like, like be a man, dude. Dude. Fuck touch football. If you're a man, like a full-grown man, and you're like, I'm a professional touch football player, kick rocks, dude. Yeah. Sort it out. So now you had to deal with that because of people who didn't want to play contact sport. Yeah. You were too fucking soft to get hit by a 115-kilogram Samoan when you were in year <laughs> seven. So you're just like, <laughs> might just play touch football instead. I just want to be agile and quick. It's yeah. like, yeah, dude, it sounds like you want to suck dicks to me. I just want to do some jumping Benji Marshall sidesteps. What a ridiculous sidestep. Like, he yeah. kind of, like, patented that step. And then every white kid, myself included, just tried to emulate that. And I was like, oh, I don't have black fast twitch muscles that yeah. can actually do this. I just look like a goose that just jumps in the air and steps half a meter to the left. Our tendons don't have the dexterity that is needed for that amount of force to change direction quickly. Like how many people have like busted an ACL or like a PCL trying to step like Benji Marshall way past the age where they're supposed to be doing anything like that. It would be astronomical. Crazy, numbers. bro. Astronomical. Numbers, Crazy, dude. So, there, so was many. Just, there was just high levels of rage yeah. this morning and uh, had a, had one of brother, but brother, one of the filthiest after grog bogs you can imagine. Yeah, okay. And Bad. you know when you're like, that's enough, like that's my morning dump done. Mm. So like had a coffee and was sitting in the car and I was like, I wonder if I can make it the two and a half hours home before another one comes. Yeah. Let me tell you, dude, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was literally yeah. the story of like the past three weeks of just like insane stomach cramps on the middle of a highway, just being like, fuck, here we go again. Yeah. Here we go again on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I and like so I find a rest area, pull yeah. up. It's one of those dirty stainless steel, just no toilet seat, fucking just toilets. The, how that whole concept was even ticked off is beyond me. Dude. Oh, dude, like what the fuck? Yeah, you know, give that, me a plastic toilet seat or something, bro. You know that it was blokes as well because they're like, now we don't need to get in the argument about who puts its fucking seat up or down. <laughs> we'll just have a stainless steel bowl. That turns out it can be stained with human feces, my friend. Because I rock up, there's four There's four of these, three are occupied, and it's yeah. just like running in, and I was like, I do not have time to do anything except for just get like a, a, get a squat going, bro. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. The legs were burning. Like I had like fucking freshly born horse legs, just fucking like just shaking after like <laughs> three minutes, trying not to piss on my shorts because I'm just like fucking tucking and pissing and just being like, please, Lord, do help some me sick get wall sits. Help me get through this fucking journey, dude. Unscathed. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they will get stained up, dude. Oh, they will, it, which is crazy, dude. If any if any place can defy the laws of physics, dude, it's a Highway side fucking toilet, bro. Because I was thinking about this as well. You know, it's someone's job to clean those. Mm. But who's going to check? No one. Yeah, there's, tell you what, there's not of accountability when it comes to Fuck cleaning no. fucking stainless steel. Bro, like long drops. Oh, like, Dude, over 50% of them have no plumbing attached. It's just a hole in the fucking ground. That How that is still around is literally beyond me. That we live so, in a society. It's 2023. We live in a society, dude, and we still have fucking just holes in the ground that we shit in, dude. What is this? China? India? <laughs> One of the ones with fucking billions of them anyway. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, so silly, bro. Oh, we got it, bro. We um, got it. But mate, how how fun was um was last Saturday night at the club? Unreal. Steph Broadbridge hosting the club. So good. Doing her thing. Dude, I I wasn't in the loop spot. You weren't. I fucking closed the show, dude. I was I I had to like rub my eyes when I looked at the lineup. I was like, is this correct? Yeah, I know. I felt like I thought someone had definitely made a mistake in the spreadsheet. I, I thought someone died. I was like, dude, you know that I'm that kid. 13, 30, 32, I am the Lubemobile that will come to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm head, not headlining, but fucking for the sake of the show, I'm the last comedian on. I was like, holy fuck, what's going on here? It was fucking mad too. What a great show. It was fucking great. Real good show. Especially that second half was killer. Got it pumping. Um, our boy Ethan Bentley did good up top. He did. He, he fucking lubed. He lubed. Lubed well. Um, it was funny because he came off after, <laughs> he came off off stage and was like, fuck, well, I needed that after a 22 fucking minute, like dick eating essentially last night. Oh yeah. Cause of, of the fucking, um, the Movember showcase. Yeah. He yeah. said he got him, then fell into a hole, then dug out of the hole. And as he was about to leave, fell into another hole and had to dig himself out of that hole just to like, I can't leave it here. Yeah. You dude. can't leave on a bomb. You can't leave on a bomb. And it, it's hard, bro, because it's it's at the stag, dude. Listen, I'm going to have to be fucking f 
fairly compensated, I think, for me to do comedy in that room again, dude. It's just too much, bro. Oh. Yeah. I don't like I think we've spoke kind of at nauseam about what we can do there. It must be so sick to play music in. Yeah. Like I bet you it fucking rips hard to have a to see a band well, in. Well they got like a twenty thousand or ten thousand dollar mixer up the back. Yeah. That they're like, hey, don't get near. And I was like, I understand. I'm like, a drunk and idiot. Imagine that room in there, band, people walking around. You don't have to actively listen to what the band is singing, the words. Yeah. That's why music is so sick, dude. Because you can continue doing whatever you want to do. They're playing fucking bangers. You get drinks. There's heaps of fucking people in there. Yeah. Like when we're up there, if people act how they act when they're seeing a band for us, I'm furious. Oh, dude. Furious, bro. Like someone's at the bar, which is four meters away from the stage. Like, get out, mate! I grab a great northern, thanks, mate. Yeah, and you're just sitting there going, "Listen to me, dude. Shut up, cunt." But if you're fucking up there, dude, playing "Living on a Prayer" or something, <laughs> it must be. Dude, who gives a fuck what anyone's doing, dude? Dude, I saying that "Living on a Prayer" is one of like the lowest testosterone things that you could possibly do is to be in a cover band. Fuck, bro. Honestly, this is a very, very funny thing to talk about, I think. Because, yeah, can you imagine, like, dating a girl and you're like, fuck, I think she's the one. Love of my life. You go over a, you go over a house, you meet a dad named Glenn. Mm. And you're like, what do you like to do, Glenn? It's like, well, actually, me and the boys are in a Bon Jovi tribute band. So every Friday and Saturday we go and play Bon Jovi songs. There's like, honestly, there's a part of me that's like, that's crazy. And there's also a part of me that's like, that kind of is sick. Play, make your own music, dude. <laughs> Some people can't, bro. <laughs> and it's, and you know why it is kind of sick at the same time? Because it's such a hack. Yeah. It's, if it, it's the biggest hack to have like a successful money making thing. If you're just like, we just cover songs that are already good and popular to everyone. Yeah. Like there's, there, I'm getting ads on my phone right now that, Coming to Newcastle soon is an Oasis cover band. And you like see the photos of them and like the front guy, dude, wants to be fucking Liam Gallagher. So fucking bad. Like it's embarrassing. He's like doing cosplay. Yeah. He's like doing cosplay. But on like a Lowe's budget. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing cosplay, dude. Of fucking 1996 Oasis. That's what he's doing, dude. Yeah. And just... I don't know what they're like or anything like that, but I can't imagine myself being like, oh, I'll definitely just go and pay tickets yeah, to go and see this fucking Oasis cover band. I'll listen and Oasis is sick. I love Oasis. I'll just listen to Oasis on Spotify. Hey. Because the thing is, I think that there is a time and a place for cover band, like a cover band or a cover musician, and I really think that the only time that you can do that is like, some sweet, beautiful human that can play an acoustic guitar at like a wedding. That's so funny. I was just about to say a wedding is the only really place for it, isn't it? It's the only time. You've got like some, you've got some fucking Samoan dude who's like eight foot five and weighs 450 kilos. kilos. (laughs) But he just has- tall as he is wide. He has the voice of a 12 year old angel just singing fucking Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah. Making people cry. Mm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's fucking, it's- it's it's such a crazy thing, dude. Like, can you imagine being like, oh, I'm a fucking Louis C.K. tribute comedian. Yeah. I'm a fuck, yeah, a Bill Burr. Like, yeah. Fuck it. And you just go up there and you just do 
like their special from like 2008. Yeah. Oh, Wouldn't dude. that be fucking insane, dude? But we just let them get away with it, dude. We let musicians get away with so much more than comedians are allowed to get away oh. with. And and like the fact that we've we've ranted at nauseam about not not being a respected art form, but like come on, dude, like you got to put comedians over someone playing a cover band. Back yeah. back to like doing that, just like that might actually be a funny thing to do for those weird Wednesday shows. Yeah, just like I'm a Theo Von tribute <laughs> comedian. Just get up there, and just go. <laughs> yeah, well, my cousin got bitten by a gay guy, so we'll see. Dude, that's actually so funny, dude. You know, I might go up there and I might be a female comic tribute comedian. Oh, yeah. My pussy. Yeah, just. (laughs) And just say, "Mm, my pussy for an hour. Yeah. Or just do like Hannah Gatsby, like a Hannah Gatsby tribute where you just get up there and just be like, I used to make fat jokes, but I won't do that about myself anymore. Applaud me. Applaud me. I'm retarded. <laughs> 2,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, fucking mad, bro. You generally get that reaction when you say, I'm retarded on stage as well. People 100%. are like, oh, yep. Dude, um, dude, you know what happened to me yesterday? It's something that I, I wanted to talk to you about it because I want to know if like you come across this as well. I've been going to a new physio for a, a little bit now to okay. try and get my back sorted. And... My physio is like he's roughly around our age. Okay. Um tall, like at six two, jacked, good looking kid. Um probably hates that he has to rub you up every week. He doesn't, bro. He loves it. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, I was talking to him and on like the second time that I saw him, you know, I he got it out of me that I do stand up. Oh, okay. Right? And so, you know, he knows that I do stand up. And, you know, we talked a little about it and him and I've got like a bit of a rapport because, you know, when you find someone out in the wild and by wild, I mean the professional landscape yeah. and you get like a little bit of an inkling that this person is actually a mad cunt. I love when you find a sick cunt. In when the you wild. find a sick cunt in the wild. Yeah. Dude, my physio is a sick cunt in the wild, dude. Oh, and yes. I knew it was good because him and I like start, like we started like talking and bantering a little bit and I got him to say shit cunt. Oh, yeah. He said shit cunt, and then he realized that he said shit cunt in, like, a professional setting, and I just started laughing, but then, like, that made him, like, feel okay, so he was... Yeah. He, he started laughing. You gave, him the, you gave him the pass. You're like, bro. I gave him the pass, dude. And I always find that this actually happens. When you meet someone and they know that you do stand up, sometimes it doesn't happen right away, but it happens eventually, dude, where I rocked up to my last... Um, a last appointment, which was yesterday. And I go, I get there, dude. And we get in there and all he wanted to talk about was stand up. Okay. It was like he prepared questions. Yeah. Like he, he would like, he was like hiding it. Like in that one in between where he was like kind of talking about it a little bit, but then like didn't prod too much. But then like this one, he just like couldn't help himself, dude. And he wanted to talk about stand up so fucking bad, dude. And then <laughs> I, then I started like to change the subject a little bit. I started to ask him about like his holiday because he'd just been on holiday. Yeah. Bro, he answered like one question and then went straight back to try and talk about stand up. And I was like, all right, fine. This is, this is fucking happening. But I've always found that like, some people, like we say, it's the most disrespected art form, but like some people really, really think it's the sickest shit ever, dude. And they fucking love it. 
And I was talking to this guy and he was like, ask me questions. Like, you know, how do you write? What's it like? Like all this type of stuff. And I could tell that he's like a fan of comedy. Yeah. And he just wanted to talk about it. And I, sometimes people will talk to you when they find out you do stand up and they're treating you and they're talking about as if like, you're the coolest fucking person (laughs) that they fucking know and that what you do is so fucking sick and they're so jealous of it, dude. And as he was doing this, I was looking at him like, dude, do you think I'd be doing stand-up for a fucking second if I was you, cunt? Oh, yeah. Are you fucking... I I was sitting there going like, bro, I know that you think this is like the maddest shit, but if someone, if a magic fairy was like, hey... If you can never do stand up again, but you're gonna be a six two, fit, good looking, <laughs> physio here in Newcastle, making all the money, dude. I wouldn't even consider doing stand up for a fucking second, dude. Yeah. Like he was like thinking like this is the sickest shit ever, and I was just looking at him like, bro, you have no idea how much of a fucking loser I think I am compared to you. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, I'd love to be fucking 6'2 anything as well. Dude. But he's just like he's 6'2 six, six and chiseled. Yeah, it's it's super it's super funny, man. That happens all the time. And you'll also notice as well is that people will then just treat you completely different. Very I, different. At a company that I've worked at, worked at, they had a HR manager who was... Um, the enemy? Nah, he was like, he was just a chill dude. And... Um, we were at like some conference. That's HR propaganda, dude. They work for corporate, bro. They're, enemy. They're the enemy, dude. Don't trust them. So I like we're at this massive like table and I've got like, you know, some of the people that I work with and some other people that are like similar to my role, but in other states, I have them just like hosing themselves. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know, when people have like an infectious laugh that like if two people have an infectious laugh, then like eight people are just laughing. I have a very infectious laugh. It was one of those things where it was just like, it just kept like the, the punches kept rolling, dude. And every, like all the like big dogs are up this end of the table and all the little dogs are down here. So I'm with the little dogs. Yeah. And the big dogs just are all like, Oh fuck is so funny down that end of the table. And then one of my big dogs who knows I do stand ups like, Oh, it's Brad. He's got him rolling. He's does stand up comedy. In front of like all of the big dogs, dude, and then everyone's attitude just like completely changed. Yeah, a big dog that never wanted to talk to me would always just have like a small talk. Just came up and was like, "Hey, bro, I can heard you do comedy. That's fucking sick!" Like, yeah, like do you know fucking Peter Hillier? And like, God. <laughs> yeah, dude, people do do that. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll just send you a lineup, and they're like, "Fucking have a go at this bloke, mate." <sighs> And it's just fucking the moon man. Fucking, it's just, he's like, fuck, Lawrence Mooney's in town this week. I was like, mad. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence Mooney could be on my front doorstep and I wouldn't give a single fuck cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's the moon man out here. Yeah. Fucking get off my porch cunt. Yeah, dude. Well, since I'm I'm not a fucking contributing member of one nation, dude, I don't fucking know anything that he fucking does, dude. Is he one nation? Is he? No, I mean the people who think that, who like Lawrence Mooney, dude, are definitely all one nation voters. Dude, fucking, they're just people that listen to like talk back radio. 100%. And the people who, dude, talk back 
AM radio is like a direct pipeline to like being a right wing conservative. <laughs> dude, if you find yourself starting to listen to talkback radio, dude, it's coming, dude. Oh, dude. It is around the fucking corner, dude. You have to like, you so have you're, a- re- you're this close to being like, Fucking Pauline Hanson's got some pretty good points. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, Andrew Bolt's actually a good guy. Have you <laughs> He cares about this country. Have you ever accidentally hit like the dial tone on your like your car and it's changed to like AM radio yeah. or something? And then you just hear some guy like, Now I'm not a racist, but Mark, I'm not a racist, but and you're just like, Oh no, dude. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh fucking tread lightly there, Trevor. And he's yeah, just, yeah, he's, he's like, oh, I'm out in Guildford, mate. I can't get fucking bacon anywhere here, mate. I went to get a fucking bacon and egg roll and these cunts offered me faking. And I thought, mate, this isn't fucking Australian. And they're just like, oh, fucking, yeah, well, you got to, yeah, nah, fuck the dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can tell he like, he do, went man. to be like, oh, you got to respect people. But then he's like, you know what, dude, I can't get a bacon egg fucking roll on a, on a Saturday morning in Guildford. He was just like, he was. What the fuck Seeth- going like on? Like seething over like the smallest thing that could would take any normal person three seconds to get over and just go to a different shop or just like make peace of it. Yeah. And then like directly followed by just co- commenting on like how many Asians there are in the city. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <dude. laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> Melbourne. Didn't know this was fucking Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pitt Street, more like Peter Street. Peter <laughs> Street. <laughs> Turns out Chinatown is all of Sydney. <laughs> oh, so good, dude. But it was fucking, bro, it was just for making me laugh how much, like, sometimes people who, in my opinion, are in such a better position and I would trade lies with them in a fucking second, they find out that you, like, go to an open mic sometimes and like yeah. and kind of do okay and yeah. then drive home like in silence and they're just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like I'm like dude you're on $130,000 a year living in fucking Newcastle and mm. at home you get to go home and chill you don't yeah. have a job that you fucking resent and like a pipe dream that just seems so un- desperately out of reach. Dude. That, that somehow seems more out of reach than when I first started. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, if I could go back in time, I'd be like, bro, don't even worry, bro, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Get an apprenticeship. Yeah. Get an apprenticeship. As you're dude, walking in, just being like, no, you are going to suck. Go home and never think about this again. Yeah. Get an apprenticeship. When everything, when your life is completely fucking sewn up and is all good, maybe then give it a crack if you want to. But how about just figure it out first? Yeah. And then, yeah, dude. But fuck it's funny when you think laugh, when bro. you think about stand up, and you're like, you started here, your end goal is here, you have everything you want to achieve, and then you're like, all right, I'm, you know, you're almost thirty now, and it's just like, yeah, okay, sweet, almost thirty. I'm older than thirty, and it's like, what have I achieved in five years? And you've moved the margin like this much. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, I fucking, I've just started doing clubs after five years. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I can now message a club and use someone else as a reference that I don't suck and they will take a risk and just be like, all right, yeah, let's get the kid on. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking it's such an unreal thing then. Cause I feel like people see stand up in the way that it's just delivered to them. And then they go, Oh, that's what you do. Yeah. And you go like, no, 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 no. That's Matt Rife. 
Yeah. Crowd working the fucking yeah. pants off people. Doing crowd work in a, an arena with fucking 20,000 people. Yeah. Okay, that's not me. All right. Oh, no, no that's Shane Gillis. That's it, selling out fucking yeah. Radio City Hall. One of the funniest cunts Hall, whatever in the, the world called. at the moment. Yeah. And then they just like, that's what you do. And you're like, yeah. it's very different, dude. Yeah. They're just like, oh, do you see Andrew Schultz just sold out the fucking Madison Square Garden? It's like, yeah, dude, there's... Light and day difference between me and that yes, guy. Yes, yes, dude. I, I try not to cry on the way home sometimes. Yeah, dude. It's different. It's a little bit different. If if fucking Schulte was crying, it would just be like he'd just dab it with his fucking $100 bills, bro. Yeah. That he rips apart and throws away and feeds to the ducks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just for a goof. Like, wouldn't it be yeah, funny dude. just to feed him money? But it was so funny, man, because it was just like that appointment in between, I could tell he wanted to talk about it, but I yeah. don't want to talk about it with people usually. And then just, I got in there and it was just, he just bombarded me with like yeah. so many questions and Wait. just wanted to talk about it. And I like talking about it because he is like a cool dude. Like I said, he's a, I found a, a mad cunt in the wild. Yeah. So I was like, I'll indulge this, you know, wild mad cunt. And then it just fucking, it just kept going and going and going, dude. And then I was just like, fuck, cunt. I told him about this podcast, so he might be fucking listening. Dude. Hey, fucking boy. shout out Jesse, dude. found him. <laughs> Sick cunt in the wild, Jesse. Dude, that, it's so funny because like, yeah, when you do get asked about um, like, so what's your writing process and like how disciplined are you with it? It's like, bro, I've fucking... Write shit occasionally when I feel like it. That's so funny, bro. That's like the first question he asked me. That's the question they always ask is how do you come come up up with with material? And I tell them, I now have like a speech. Yeah. I now have a speech because it's kind of like, you know, when like at school you're just trying to hit the word count, but you've got nothing to say. Yeah. Like I used to be able to just be like, I don't, I don't know, man. Sometimes I just think of it. And whatever. I can now be like, oh, well, you know, like I wish I could be like those people that sit down and write every day and, you know, just do whatever. But I just can't do that. It just fucking, it just has to come to me. I write it in my notes in my phone. And then as soon as I've written one sentence in my notes, my brain goes, that's enough. You don't need to work on that anymore. That data. (laughs) (laughs) You just described me perfectly. (laughs) That's it. You've clocked that whole bit in that one sentence. You don't need to think about it at all until like, 20 minutes before you're about to go on stage at an next open mic. And then you go, Oh fuck. I haven't thought about my dream at all this week. Yeah. I haven't even considered the thing that I like really want to do and have a burning passion for. Haven't even thought about it yeah. until about right now. Um, and then I just see how it goes. Yeah. That's what, that's how I can really describe it is just seeing how it goes. Yeah. I just uh, throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And bruh, fuck, the open mic on Tuesday was... <laughs> Are these people going to like my bit about the Anzacs getting STD? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, dude. <laughs> oh, man, I had I had some notes in my phone. I can't even... Oh, like about being like a late bloomer and liking drama at an all-boys high school. Oh, yeah. And, mate, when I tell you... It was nothing but crickets after the first late bloomer joke. Then, yeah, <laughs> and like, dude, I, how good does that feel? I had like this, um, this way that I was like, I know how I can introduce them to like get them on board with this puberty joke, and it's by like doing a different joke that talks about high school before it that mm. I know works. I'm like, that'll get them on board. Then I'll move into this one, bro. It was like they they like chuckled at like one part of the late bloomer thing. Yeah. Okay. And then just fucking like, yeah, bro, this sucks. (laughs) 
I tell you what, dude, there is nothing more deflating than just being like, I've worked minimally on this bit and just thought for whatever reason that I'm good enough to go up there and just figure it out on the spot. Yeah. And as soon as it starts going bad, you're like, boo-doo, boo-doo, here's some classics for you guys. Yeah. So I don't stink up the fucking... I think I closed the first half on Tuesday and I was like, oh, I've got the best spot that you can like physically ask for. Yeah, okay. And as soon as the new shit was going downhill, I just did a complete 180 on that and was like, I can basically almost put a line to that joke or just go home and figure out why it didn't go good. But bruh, yeah, it was... was It's fucked. Brutal, dude. It's fucked because it's just such a thing that we know for sure that, like, most people who think it's sick, like, don't you don't want to do it. No, you don't want the... You don't want this. They, like, they... don't want this life. Their biggest fear of, like, bombing on stage just happens frequently. Oh, dude, I and had someone does, at work the other day be like... easier. Be like, oh, man, like, I just, mate, honestly, so much respect for, like, what you do, man. I, I just can't believe, like, I could never do that, do it. Like, yeah. I just, it's so, it, it's terrifying, man. Like, honestly, so much respect, for, like, for you doing it. I have so much respect for you. And I was just sitting there going, like, you own property. Yeah. You own property, dude. So much respect for... Don't you, you drive, financial. don't you roll up to work in a fucking Range Rover? Yeah. Shut up, cunt. Yeah. Respect for what? That I yeah. go up there and be like, I'm a dick. Yeah. If you respect me so much, give me money, dude. <laughs> well, then sponsor me, dude. Get me the fuck out of this situation. Sponsor me like an African child. Yeah, because I'm fucking, I'm paying off some cunt's mortgage and barely I'm doing enough. more for the world than the African child. Bro, have you, did you, have you fucking seen the shit about Josh Giddy? Yeah, dude, dude. What the fuck, man? And how apparently... His team knew about it for quite a while. That's the rumor, unofficial, allegedly, that that team has known about it for quite a while, dude, and has obviously been keeping it on the DL. Oh. And until it became public and they were like, all right, fuck. What? Bro, the fact that he's an Australian as well just sucks so Yeah, bad. yeah, it does suck, bro, because he's in there. And he's, he's in there and he's good. He's good. He's ripping, dude. And people were like, fucking this giddy kid, like, yeah. he's going to be the fucking man for Australia. And then he's just like, yeah, I might fuck all that off just for some juvenile moot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my legacy, don't worry about it, dude. I'm after just the freshest put. <laughs> The freshest puss that you can get. That's what I want, dude. Oh, he got dude. greedy. Yeah. He G- got fucking greedy. Giddy dude. got greedy. Giddy, greedy, giddy, dude. Greedy, giddy, bro. Greedy, giddy loves the kitties, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> 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 Because you know what I don't buy, dude? I've never not been able to tell that a girl was underage. Because you can tell that a girl looks older than she is, but there is still that thing where you see someone and you go like, yeah. no, that is an old-looking 17, 16, 15-year-old, dude. Because I remember you, when you're that age, you see girls and you go like, oh, she looks way older than us, but she's our age. But then, like, you ever, like... Like, I remember going to, like, my um, like my younger sister's year 12 graduation. Yeah. And, like, seeing all of them and just being like, no one here yeah. looks like someone that I would ever... Confuses someone who was 24, 25. I went to my cousin's 21st and they all looked 12. Yeah. Young people look young as hell. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. I mean, did, like, have you checked with the parents that this motherfucker can drink this 
guava flavored cruiser, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you got, and you got to be extra careful, dude, when you're like a a pro athlete, especially in the states, dude. And I tell you what, he would have went through so much of that like athlete training of like, oh yeah, don't get involved in gangs. Don't do fucking drugs. You can't gamble on games. Please it goes without don't saying. brandish an unregistered weapon on Snapchat. Yes. Please don't. Yeah. Twice. That's taken out a whole, that's taken a huge chunk of our role story out already. Yeah. Stop Fuck. doing this. Yeah. Ja, you got the message. He's like, yeah, yeah, sweet. A week later. What up? <laughs> you worked so, so hard. You pussies on the other side of this screen. <laughs> you worked so hard to get out of that life, and then all they want to do is like go back and cosplay it. Well, he was like he like in fucking Ja Morant's case. I'm fairly certain he came from money, and then like just has this complex about, or not money, but his parents like didn't struggle and shit. I'm pretty sure yeah. he went to a fairly decent high school before going to college. Don't quote me. But yeah, like someone was, I saw this video of a guy basically calling him out. He's like, bro, you're trying way too hard to be hood, like going and getting all these tattoos when you're not about the life. And now yeah. all of a sudden you're whipping out guns. And after you get told, hey, dude, just chill out with the guns. Like, don't do that again. He's like, yeah, 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 sweet. And then literally the same season pulls out another gun and they're like, bro, all right, now you can't play next year. Yeah. And you're just going to fuck us, dude. It's so, it's full blown retarded. To the fact that, like, none of that stuff is cool, to me, maybe that's the difference, is that I don't see that shit and go mad. Yeah. I go, that's pretty hey, gay, actually. Hey, that pro athlete's got a gun. Don't you just assume that every pro athlete in America has a gun or people that are armed around them yeah, at all times? Legally. Dude? Yeah. Having legal guns, having people around you who have legal guns is far more gangster than getting one from like a pawn shop and going like this on fucking <laughs> Instagram live <laughs> when you're worth millions. Yeah. And not from like rapping. Yeah. Or doing like dodgy you're shit. You're an athlete. You made legitimate millions. Yeah. And now you just, yeah, dude. And so like they would have had all of this shit, bro. Like you can't join gangs. Don't fucking do all this. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And it goes without saying, don't be Josh, the kitty fitter giddily. <laughs> Josh, the kitty fiddler giddy on here, dude. You can't fucking... <laughs> fuck. You can't, be, you can't be fucking Kurt Fiddly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be going over to another country, dude, and just being fucking Kurt Fiddly yeah, just over give, there, dude. Yeah, just fucking going around high school, giving him a different type of giddly flip. <laughs> just go... <laughs> Oh my! You can't do it, dude. Yeah, it's so so funny, dude. It's so funny to like see that that, that picture of like her just taking a selfie of like Josh fucked Josh Giddy, oh and then he's God. there like this. Yeah, like what's up? It's like, dude, bro, shut the so gay. If if you ever if you ever fucked some chick and she's like, hey, let's make a Snapchat about this, you'd be like, no. <laughs> oh, never. Like, and especially if you're an athlete worth millions. Uh, Your reaction time should be better than that. As soon as she puts the phone up, fucking yeah, smack it out of her hands, dude. Yeah. Do you think I was trying to hit something? No. Well, you you when you did that, your recliner hit that, and then everything just went. Oh, that's right. I had it under control. Yeah, dude. It was tight. It was (laughs) perfectly weighed. Yeah, man. He is. He could be completely fucked. But I have like I'm not defending it. Saw a video of her at a nightclub as well. They were saying that like that other guys. 
Snapchat story or whatever might be the thing that's like definitely fucking like saves his fucking career. Yeah. Because it's in a club. That's where he met her is the story, I guess, that they're going with. So you would just, you, you, you're able to accept the assumption that someone is of age if you meet them in a club where you have to be of age to get in. Yeah. So he, like, he might be in Akon territory of like, you may, you may recall that Akon had, had a line in his song. How was I to know she was underage? Enter the club at 21, they say. Yeah. Or something along those lines. <laughs> Great song too. You can put the blame on me, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So, fuck, I, I certainly hope for Giddy's sake that it is that exact situation and now it's just been blown out of proportion to the point where people are like, bro. <laughs> yeah. He was in a preschool the well, other day. <laughs> best case scenario, dude. Best case scenario, Josh Giddy becomes a billionaire and then like builds a country in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> he, find, he finds an artist. The glow up. He finds an artist that no one wants to sign and then they go on to make squillions yep. called Lady Gaga. And he's yep. like, bro, now I'm just putting solar all through Africa, dude. Hell yeah, dude. But he just does it. For Josh like, Giddy City. Yeah, dude. It's called Fiddly City. <laughs> Fuck around and get fiddled. Yeah, dude. The age of consent is questionable in Fiddly City. <laughs> just how uh, he likes it, dude. But it is, it's disappointing when it's like an Aussie guy because you just go, come on, bro. You're supposed to be, you're kind of like our brand ambassador. Yeah. If you're an Aussie doing well in the States or anywhere else around the world, Look what- you do, you're, you are like an unofficial, you know, like ambassador for our country. Look what Patty Mills did, bro. Just the man. The fucking man, dude. Like, no one would ever say a bad word. Andrew Gaze. Mad cunt. You know, would hate to have that last name, but, you know. Yep. <laughs> Especially <laughs> in the 90s, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, Patty was just like a fucking, a model fucking ambassador for what it was to be an Australian athlete, a boomer, and playing in the NBA. For sure. And, dude. After the Broncos, like, prelim win, he was partying with the Broncos. Just fucking sinking tinnies in the change room. What a sick cunt, dude. That's awesome. Dude, did you see that Kyle and Jackie O just signed a 10-year, $200 million radio deal? It's outrageous. For another 10 years, Kyle and Jackie O will be the king of Sydney Airwaves, earning $10 million a year each. Yeah. I don't know what the split is, between them, 50-50, it may not be. Might, might be like, you know. Maybe a good, maybe 60-40, Maybe, 30. dude, radio is pretty antiquated that maybe fucking Kyle is getting paid more than, than Jackie. It, it would make sense for that to happen. But <laughs> so he doesn't have a fucking gold microphone for nothing, dude. He's it, the king. Uh, He's the fucking king. But you know why it's fucking absolutely tremendous business? Is that, dude, if Kyle Sandlands is still alive in 10 years, dude. Yeah. I will shit and clap. I tell you what. That's fucking incredible, dude. To, for them to be like, 200 million for 10 and you go. Yeah, dude. Fuck. 10. Imagine, All right. Imagine like the toll it would take of like waking up that early to get on. Rec- well, what hour do they do now? I think they do Arvos. Oh, well. They don't do morning radio, dude. Yeah. They do prime time, drive you home. Yeah. Right. Well, that would make sense. Dude. Um, oh, dude, fuck. 10, 10 mil a year for 10 years. I'd be surprised. The funny thing is, Kyle actually just got married. So at the end of that 10 years or maybe halfway through, I think his new missus is just going to go fucking cha-ching. You're out. Oh, dude. I'm getting off. 
Dude, Carl, there was no one happier in the world about this news than Carl Sandlin's missus. That's so fucking funny that you just said that, dude. Imagine you just married Carl Sandlin's. And in your mind, you're already thinking 10 to 15 years tops. Yeah. I've got, and then I can just go. And then he goes, hey, babe, you know this industry that died a decade ago? Yeah. Well, they just are going to pay me. Two hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's, dude. What the fuck? How the fuck are you making more money when the industry is definitely a hundred percent dead than when you were doing it in its prime? Oh, He's making more money now than in radio's fucking prime, dude. Isn't that fucking crazy? To a ra- yeah, well, fuck. I'd even go as far. He to should say have it. a statue. I'd go as far to say that radio was in its prime before television. Like they used to, <laughs> dude, they used to, they used to have, they, artists used to sing songs about how much they love their radio, dude. Yeah, that's true. Because back in the Dizzy, you just, mm. <laughs> and country music still do it because they're all poor. Yeah, dude. They're all poor and they they're haven't. They're all poor whites, dude. And they're getting out of control, dude. Yeah, they are. Morgan Wheeler needs to fucking shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, dude. Save that some, guy sucks. Save some Pussy for the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, save, <laughs> save some underage pussy for Josh Giddy, dude. Come on. <laughs> there's um fucking there's a there's footage of uh, Morgan Wallen on like a sh- on America's Got Talent. Yeah, dude, he looks judging or like doing no, doing it, performing it. Like, is that where he's from? I think this is how he's got. If I it. am only just now finding out that fucking. Morgan Wallen is originated from a fucking talent show, dude. I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, apparently he was like a, a child prodigy and was offered a record deal. And his mum was like, nah, I want him to grow up normal. Really? And then at like 19 or something, he went, bro, anyone listening, look at the video of him on America's Got Talent. It is one of the fucking funniest things because he just looks wildly different. Yeah. And then gets up there and sings Collide by Howie Day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. Bro. How do people not know it's all fake? How do people not know that it's all concocted to what you want and you eat it up because you're a fucking dumbass? Bro, Satan is operating in the shadows, dude. We've Let's seen, get into it. We've seen fucking, we've seen Sam, what's his name? Sam Smith. Yes. <laughs> Sam Smith, Lil Uzi Vert. Why do you think Juice World's no longer with us, dude? I almost said that. They took him. I almost said fucking, what's that cunt's name? Sam Silla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've seen what happened to Sam Silla. Yeah, dude. Sam Silla's just now in... Lingerie and a fucking one piece with devil yeah, horns, on. like just, a fifty kilos heavier just, than when he first started. Just, just doing they going, up. yeah, rubbing his man tits and his little yeah. cock, and like everyone who who's been fucking affected by the hive mind just has to go, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. What Sam Smith did was so powerful. Yes, yes. I say a queen, and I'm like, yes, bro. They're all satanic pedophiles, dude. 
And I'm not going to elaborate any further. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own research. Do your own fucking research, dude. All watch watch well, a couple of videos late at night here and there, dude. It'll do wonders for you. Yeah. I tell you what's hilarious. Speaking of just your weird algorithm. Uh, my algorithm last night in Port Macquarie, dude, just started sending me the funniest clips, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was all just like, God got you. Like, <laughs> I sent you one about Jesus yeah. or some shit, bro. It was so funny because, like, during 12 and 1 o'clock when I was just kept awake by fucking the best of 2009, fucking the So Fresh CD that was playing in the fucking pub downstairs, gun. <laughs> You're, like, this far away from, like, taking your own fucking life, dude. Oh, dude. Downstairs, just... And you're up there just like, I'm going to, I'm going to end it all. Dude. Yeah. And then God comes to you through your algo. Yeah. Through the algo. He's just like, brother. And he's like, have you thought about the light of Christ recently? Mm. And I was like, no, I haven't. It's just like, I got you, bro. Bro. I reckon, I reckon the algorithm sends you things at different times of the day because it's like, oh, he likes puppy videos in the morning. Cause that makes him happy. Is that what you get in the morning? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Just like fucking mad doggos. That's what I want, dude. I don't get anything like that in the morning. Mine is just like insanity at all hours of the day. Bro, I went on X slash Twitter for the first time in months last night. The first video I open is a stepdad killing the biological father of his stepchild in front of him and the ex-wife or his current wife and the... Just yeah. pulls the gun out, shoots him in the stomach, and he's like, get off my porch. That's the first video I see. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Scroll down. The next one is some dude just runs up to someone who's in who's eating at a fast food chain, runs up, shoots him in the head, grabs their purse, and just runs away. Yeah, I get I'm, I get a lot of those videos was, too, dude. It's fucking crazy, bro. I just went, <laughs> bang, just turned it straight off. I was like... I don't oh, need to see this. Dude. Yeah. Remember when like we first started internet and it was all just completely uncensored, unfiltered, like gore and like death videos and shit. And then like the whole internet like moved away from that in its like mainstream platforms that most people are on. Yeah. And then like now they're all coming back. Like dude. Instagram has like full blown like gore pages and stuff. I and and I watch them. It's funny because Instagram never used to do this shit as mm. hard until Elon took over X and they're like, fuck, we need to come up with a way to keep more people on board. They'll like shadow ban Tim Kennedy for talking about like his American rifle, but then they'll just have someone in Florida getting like ran up to and just shot in a car and then yeah, a drive dude. by and it's just like what the fuck? You shadow ban someone like a guy who's fought for America? Yeah, dude. Like the stuff that's fucking on there on Instagram, dude. And then fucking I'm the problem with fucking hate speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, dude. They're just like, oh, we're canceling all of Matt Rife's videos. I tell one OnlyFans model that she's living in sin, and I get my fucking account banned. Yeah, <laughs> and then I scroll down, dude, and I just see a fucking Ukrainian soldier storm a Russian bunker and just spray like 10 people, kill all of them. It's and I just get to see that, dude. Yeah, I see legit war crimes on Instagram. Yeah, dude, but I'm the problem with my bullying and harassment. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking crazy. It's fucking wild, bro. It's the Wild West. Yeah. Like, imagine being a kid now. Like a young child. Like, yeah. you're 12 years old. And you're just getting to the age where, like, your parents are starting to leave you unsupervised for longer periods of time. 
because you're becoming your own person. You know what I mean? And like you're developing into like a person. So your parents are like, oh, we'll give them a little bit of space and shit like that because they still don't fully comprehend the depths of the internet because at the end of the day, those people are probably still late 30s, early 40s and don't really fucking know. But that- you're there with an, a portal to all of the world's data just in your fucking pocket at the age of 12 now. Yeah, dude, now it would be fucked. It was bad enough when we had phones and you could, like, fucking Bluetooth someone, two girls, one cup. Yeah, but it <laughs> took, like, six minutes. Yeah, and it's For still- it to send, like, a minute-long video. Yeah, and now kids can just go... See, so like, like you see, just fucking what's happening in mm. in war torn countries. And you just wake up and you're having a coffee and you're like, "Oh, a puppy dog! Oh, a chick showing her fucking ass on Instagram." Here's 15 people that got bombed, and you're like, yeah. "Jesus, what the fuck? Oh shit! Something Duh. that's something that's still happening in fucking Turkmenistan that I didn't even know about." Yeah, dude, one of the stands is at it again, bro. <laughs> Bro, the stands are out of control. They're unreal. <laughs> fuck. Don't fuck with the stands, dude. Although commitment to the bit. Yeah. I do like it. Oh, dude, they've uh they've uh, they've gone deep into that character and they're like, you know when an undercover cop goes into character, like as a bikey? Yeah. And they just can't get Jeff back because he's just adopted his new fucking persona of no Yeah, like they fall into it and they go like, Oh, this is what I actually really want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this you're is spo- way more fun. Like you're supposed to be an undercover cop that like finds out like how all these street racers are like robbing these trucks. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you get in there and then you finally like learn the concept of family. Yeah. you met- And you're like, oh shit, dude, I should be a street racer. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. You move into a, you infiltrate yeah. a motorcycle biker gang and find the one thing that you've been missing your entire life, brotherhood and brotherhood. Royalty. Yeah. <laughs> and now you sudden- realize that there's a stronger code of ethics and morality in outlaw bikey gangs than in the fucking police force. Yeah, dude. And you just fucking, you go home after a hard day's work of being mm. an outlaw motorbike guy and you just give your girl a new fucking coach fucking tote bag and you're like, there you go, babe. All on you. There's a $5,000 bag for you. Yeah. And she's just like, I would have been happy with a $300 bag, but fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking disabled bathroom. But like, to, let's go. Having to go home to your regular family when you had just like pretending to be like fucking sons of anarchy. like Oh, dude. And like. And those- seeing how like they get treated by like their wives, like their old ladies are like full of respect and they don't disrespect them in front of like the other bikies and shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And like, it's like a full like thing. And then you go home to your wife and like, as soon as you get into the door, she like is nagging you about like putting your like shoes in the front door instead of like in the shoe rack. Yeah. And you're like, bitch. Just infiltrated a bike again. I just sold $3 million worth of meth to a <laughs> charter on the other side of the fucking border. Yeah. And and you know what happened, dude? When that transaction went down, everyone just got their dick sucked. Yeah. And I come home, dude, and you're giving me shit about trekking mud into the fucking house? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Are you out of your mind, dude? Are you, if you if, if one of the other boys' old ladies spoke to him like that, they're fucking bang. Yeah, dude. And I just have to take it. Yeah, I just have to sit there and just be like, look, I'm a fucking white-collared guy at heart, so I will have to take this. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. Do you reckon they break character, but I reckon they'd have to just commit so hard to the bit because they'd probably be There worried. would be certain things that take him out of it. Like, you would be able to tell someone who hasn't been around that stuff too much in, like, certain moments – 
like something crazy goes down and everyone's just like already in it. And like one person's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you so I was just like, oh shit, oh fuck? There's a fucking whole shootout. And I was like, relax, bro. You haven't seen anyone. You haven't. You ever seen a cartel behaving before? <laughs> that fucking piece of shit owed us money. It's like we asked him for three months to pay us. Yeah, it's like, dude, he knows everything. We have to cut his head off and film it. Yeah, and send it to his fucking family. And then some other twelve year old's going to view that online. Exactly. Well, those twelve year olds, they might have the edge in becoming undercover. They're oh, not going to get rattled by a lot of shit. Oh, they'll be prepared for it. Yeah. They would have been like a young fucking, young person in training. They've been watching cartel beheading videos. For years. For years, bro. For years, dude. They would step up and do it. Some kids, <laughs> some kids are cut, 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 some kids are coloring in color books and these guys like, nah, dude. No, dude. I'm watching yeah. fucking someone get coloring decapitated. Books. That's fucking cute. You ever heard of Rotten.com? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon Rotten.com's still a thing? I reckon the original Rotten.com isn't, but, like, there will be heaps of other people who, like, do the same shit. I wonder so if there's, like... if you like, search Rotten.com, you'll be able to find something. I wonder if there's, like, someone that can just, like, make a tribute fucking tribute web pages to... <laughs> <laughs> to be a fucking tribute cover website? Yeah. Here's all the good shit from 2008. Just really inspired by like desensitized sociopaths that post gore videos. <laughs> yeah, they the just internet. post like it's just like <laughs> remember fucking remember bum fights and now it's just like this guy's just went and made a tribute website page for bum fights and fucking oh dude one man one jar. <laughs> All the unshit, like all the unhinged shit that was like viral before going viral. Yeah, like Remember things that we were in what, email chains. Yeah, like we didn't know what viral was. Like that wasn't a term that people nah. used. But you could go up to anyone who's like 25 to 35 and be like, hey, 25 man, is probably a good cutoff, actually. Yeah. Re- remember one man, one jar, and you'll just watch dudes go, Ugh. or Mr. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to, like, the guys that went viral before it was cool, dude. Dude, hey, shout out to the OGs of viral videos. Who knew that... Charlie bit my finger? Yeah, dude. And happy hands, dude. <laughs> Fucking... And, who, like, who knew that all you needed to really do to go viral was just try stick a glass jar up your asshole? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be a good idea. Fucking hell, man. Dude, you know, it's so funny how, like, some people, like, they just post, like, a shitty TikTok and it just, like, pops off and then now they're, like, a global sensation. Oh, yeah. Remember when you had to achieve that levels of fame? You and another girl had to shit in a cup (laughs) and eat it and vomit in each other's mouths and shit? Yeah. And now these kids are just doing funny little dances and getting... The amount of views that, like, two girls, one cup got. The fu- Like, one of the funniest viral sensations is, like, talking about those dancers. Do you remember the backpack kid? That, that was like that. Yeah. He, he looked like Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, he did. In a backpack doing the, the Fortnite like, shuffle, the thing, the swing. But, yeah, but, like, he did that dance as a white kid who can't dance. Yes. And then that went viral, and that's what got that in fucking Fortnite and all these other games. And that's why, pe- like, people do his dance, ironically, because his dance was so bad. Yes. And that's all it took for some kid to have 
millions of dollars. No, dude, he didn't have to shit in anyone's mouth. Yeah, or vomited it back in someone else's mouth doing the old bird feeder. He didn't have to do like <laughs> apprehensible things to his own body. There was a, not a glass jar in sight, dude. Yeah, no horses were harmed during the filming of the fucking Backpack Kids videos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, leave those horses alone. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like what a fucking crazy world, bro. Oh man, that kid's that kid's fucking living the dream. Yeah, dude, dude speaking of that world, dude, I just watched uh Jackass 2, the movie. Oh yeah. Is that the one where it starts with Knoxville getting like fucking smoked by the bull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a whole scene where like they release bulls and they're running around and shit. Bro, the production dude. on those on some of their stunts is like world class and then the, the some of the other ones is literally filmed off like Oh, fucking, yeah. The original camcorder. Dude, I was watching it and Jackass was like for real one of the biggest things in the world. Remember? Bro, 2014. Dude, it, it had a fucking stranglehold on our generation. Bro, boys. MTV would play Jackass all the time and me and one of my cousins would watch it religiously and our parents were just like, kids these days are fucked up. Like, yeah, that guy's got his dick in a fucking sock pretending to be a mouse. In mm-hmm. a snake fucking enclosure. They're like, yeah. what the fuck? And like, all the boys are just laughing, watching him get his dick bitten by a snake. Dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, those cunts were so it was, it's troll. I It's so, I was very high when I was watching it. But it's, the, the reason it's so fucking funny, dude, is that because all of the things that they're doing are real, they don't have the ability to like, be an actor the way you see in a, in a movie, yeah. you see a, an action sequence and someone is being an actor in that moment. But like in a split second, dude, when like something's about to happen, you see like genuine like fear and apprehension oh, in like yeah. one of these guys oh. fucking eyes and then they get fucked up and then they're on the ground like, oh, oh, and you can tell it really, and it's, the funniest shit ever, dude. I did. It's so. It was so fucking funny, man. I was. I was so into Jackass, but I remember watching um, something. It was like a clip that someone had had like released that Jackass didn't release. But it's like, even if it, even if it hurts, pretend it hurts more. Mm. So then, like that kind of rubbed. Like that was kind of like when I found out wrestling was fake. I was like, oh, yeah. Man. Maybe they are overdoing it on some of these scenes, and now I can't kind of quite unsee it. But the funniest thing about those entire shows is one person would do something so fucked up on Jackass to get out of something that they think was going to be more fucked up down the line. Mm-hmm. Like when the guy drinks that fucking shot of horse nut, and he's just like, this gets me out of something bad, like fucking down the line. Like this yeah. is my agreement to doing this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, guarantee. Bro, <clears throat> some of the things that they did is just. So fucking funny. And it speaks volumes to where the society was just at at that <laughs> at that time, dude. Where like the biggest fucking thing in the world, dude, was like Dave England taking a shit on a mini bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like Steve-O putting a helmet on and then having Preston Lacey do, and they said this is like the fart mask. And like, and, but yeah. And, and so Fuck. fucking funny to be like, yeah, I'll fart in it. But instead of farting it, take, take a shit. 
Oh. He took a shit in it and like Steve is like throwing up everywhere and everyone's just fucking dying laughing. Bro, I forgot all about that. I had to erase that from my memory. That was one of the most fucked up ones that they've done. Dude, released by a major studio. Yeah, dude. It, like, how crazy is it that MTV got behind it? Like, can you imagine yeah. going to TV now and you're like, I've got a brilliant idea. And it's like, what is it? And it's like, me and my friends are going to do some really unhinged shit. Mm. What do you mean by that? I'm going to get Taylor in like a f- picture of fishbowl, like scuba helmet with a tube coming in. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to fart in that tube. But don't tell Taylor, I'm actually going to shit in there to make it worse. Yeah. Bro, you like, you would never like that would No. That would be the end of the interview. They'd be like, get the fuck out of our office. That one was pretty crazy. That one was crazy. We've got one more idea. Me and Brad, we're going to go on a boat off the coast of Florida and Brad is going to get a fishing hook and hook it through his own cheek. And then he's going to jump into shark infested waters and we're going to pretend to reel him to, in. to reel him in and that he's, you know, swimming with sharks with a hook in his mouth. They'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but that's like one of the main things in that. Oh dude. my God. So it's, it was just, I was just watching it going, this is fucking insane, dude. And I yeah. can't help but do that whenever I watch any type of, like a lot of movies, like especially comedy movies that were made in the early to mid 2000s. You just go, this is insanity that this thing got <laughs> fucking made, dude. Bro, so I didn't tell you, but the other day I had a dream that the great Taylor Swift wanted to come on the pod. She wanted to come on the pod. Here's how the dream, here's how the dream went. So I go to my mum and dad's old house, like our childhood house that we grow up. Funny when that happens, eh? Weird. Weird. Yeah. There's some part of your brain that's just like, that's home. You ever have a, you ever have like a, a, a brainchild of all different parts of places you've lived? No. I've had, I grew up in that family house. Oh, you only lived in one family house, didn't you? Yeah. And then I moved out. Oh, okay. Well, then you probably wouldn't even be able to. No. Okay. No. There's some, I've lived in some places that I'm actively trying to forget about. <laughs> I think I, I think I had seven childhood homes. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. So I have like, sometimes I just have like, I walk out of one room and I'm just like in a part of a room that's on the other side of the country. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Go on. So I get to my mum and dad's old house and Taylor Swift is there and Taylor Swift is just friends with my parents. And I'm like, at no point did you think that this should be some information that you'd share with people. Yeah, that I would maybe want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking your friends with T-Swift, dude. What the fuck? So um, she was like, hey, like I heard that you do a pod. Tell your friend to come over and like we'll do a pod. Actually, the dream did shift. So like now next minute we're like here trying to get her to do a pod in the studio. And she goes, oh, before I do the pod, I need to have something to eat. And I go, my mom cooked a really good spaghetti bolognese. I'll get you some spaghetti bolognese. Okay. She, she goes, I'm not eating no fucking spaghetti bolognese. And I was like, oh, okay. My mom cooks good spaghetti bolognese. She's like, nah. Then this is where the dream gets weird. Taylor Swift goes, I want a foot-long meatball sub. <laughs> I was like, all right. We're like, what do you have on it? So we go on a mission to like go and get a fucking foot-long meatball sub 
and yeah, then dude. get it get it back to Taylor. She's that's like, your fat subconscious. Yeah, dude. That's, <laughs> it gets worse, right? So we get it back to Taylor, and yeah. and I was like, Swifty, I was like, here's the footlong meatball sub, and she goes, now I need pub style gravy that you'd get on a schnitzel or a steak to dip my sub into. And I was like, right, it already has fucking the marinara sauce. Like, what are you talking about, cunt? I saw your face light up just thinking about dunking a fucking meatball sub into some pub gravy, dude. Do you want to try it? (laughs) (laughs) I know know that you're saying it in disgust, but I think that might actually be kind of sick. (laughs) Do you just get the corner of it and dip it into the cup? Yeah. Like thinking about the taste of gravy... Bro, imagine slash marinara. Imagine it's on paper. That's bad. No, you can do that with a palmy. But like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, is that like there is some instances where you do get that, and it's pretty fucking nice. I, I, I'm it, just saying, a fucking lady who's worth a billion dollars might fucking know a thing or two, dude. Yeah, dude. Fuck, we might be onto something. Imagine it with Kingsley's gravy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you trying to get me hard on this podcast, yeah, dude? I'm dude. trying to get you bust a second time, dude. dude. <laughs> Um, I miss Kingsley's. So yeah, like it was, it was like such a random dream, but it was like one of those dreams where like you're trying to fight someone or someone's trying to fight you and you can't fight. Or you're trying to punch and for some reason you just can't. Yeah. You're trying to run from someone. You can't run. Or like some chick wants to fuck you and you're like, no, I've got a girlfriend. Like this is like, you're having a sex dream and you can't come. Yeah. Or you just, or you just like, you can't find the opportunity to do it. They're like, yeah, let's go into this bedroom. And you're like, just the hallway is never ending. You're like, where, where are we going? It's this? like Harry Potter or the fucking staircase. Yeah, all the just yeah, moving and shit. Just keep shifting. You're like, this the, the janitor's closet Dude, again? you're trying to catch a nut, dude, and the fucking staircases keep just moving. moving on you. <laughs> dude, how much did that fuck up people in Hogwarts who are trying to, like, sneak around and finger chicks? Oh, dude. And next thing you know, dude, like, you're trying to get to the girls' dorm and the store, the fucking staircase just keeps moving you back yeah. to the guys' thing. And fucking at the end of it, Neville Longbottom's like, I'm just going to have to finger you, Ron. I wonder that's how, <laughs> how some of them were, found out they were gay because they just kept getting directed back to the boys. And they were like, I've got to get this nut off. Yeah, dude. I'm getting it off one way or another, dude. Dude, why do you think they called him? Nev- sl- let me slither in that ass, boy. <laughs> why do you think they called him Neville Longbottom, dude? <laughs> he took many longs in the bottom, dude. <laughs> Oh, fucking Huffle busting in his butt cheeks, dude. <laughs> fucking Draco, what that mouth do, dude? Let's fucking go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. So Gay shit. Harry Potter, dude. It's, Copyright. Hey, no one steal that. Someone has surely done that. Like, Absolutely, as like a dude. Pornhub thing. You know when, like, um, you know when Game of Thrones was big? And then yeah. there'd be, like, a knockoff Game of Thrones. Like, mm. it's like Jon Snow plows fucking... Daenerys or like whoever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. There'd be someone out there would have made like a, a gay Harry Potter parody. Oh, there's for n- sure, dude. no doubt about it, dude, that there is like videos of like someone who kind of looks like Ron Weasley. Just getting fisted. Just <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, someone does a spell to make his <laughs> hand disappear and he just fucking hey. fist Ron Weasley, dude. Dude, fucking Ron Weasley and Malfoy put Dobby on the spit. Just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> now take off your Hessian potato sack. 
Dobby. More like Dobby, Dobby is a slutty elf. <laughs> yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. Hey, Dobby, give me a gobby. <laughs> <laughs> the Dobby gobby dude. And Dobby's just like, I I serve you, Mr. Potter. I have to do whatever you say. And he's yeah. just like, whatever I say. Yeah. Dude. Dobby just pulls his dick out. Dobby's getting Dobby's getting forced to do gobbies, and he's like, "Fuck, this just sucks." Then he gets yeah, visited dude. by that chick, and she's like, "Why do you think they call me Moaning Myrtle, dude? I had to kill myself." <laughs> <laughs> dude, Moaning Myrtle's just the ghost of a prostitute who couldn't hack it anymore. <laughs> Some Harry Potter fans right now are furious <laughs> oh, with yeah. us, dude. They are furious yeah. with us. But guess what? I'm not a Harry Potter fan, dude, because I know what sex is. <laughs> so, why, so who fucking cares? <laughs> hey, Harry Potter's gay, so oh, who, who cares? Taylor, mate. Mate. We made it, dude. We did. We got through there. We got through it. Dude, it's fucking December. Bro, how wild is it? It's the the year is done. It's fucking it's crazy, bro. Dude, 2024 I think is going to be a big year for us. I think 2024 is going to be hopefully a big year for everyone. Everyone out there, dude. Yeah. Because you know what? I saw some fucking I saw some Jesus reels last night mm. and I saw some motivational reels last night and it went something along the lines of 2023 was the warm up. 2024 I take over. That's mad. I love And it was just a wolf. Like it was just a wolf. Just a wolf? Just walking in the snow. Yeah, mad. It's like, you know nothing of the journey. Dude, how sick are like Sigma grind set memes and reels, dude? The funniest shit ever. Some of the funniest shit, dude, where it's just like, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Mm. So I get up and I grind. I keep my nose to the grindstone. Mm -hmm. Because building a legacy doesn't happen in one day. Just like, all right, dude. So it's funny like when it's like they they laughing at you. <laughs> Let them laugh, and then it's just like a guy deadlifting. <laughs> yeah, it's just some yeah, fucking dude. loser. Yeah, deadlifting. Yeah, dude. no one gives a fuck. Yeah, no one gives a fuck, and it's yeah, so fucking funny, dude. When guys they like, used to laugh at you, they used to laugh at you. Now they envy you. It's like no, dude, because you're a fucking weird kid. Dude. Yeah, you're a weird guy. Now you're just a weird guy with muscles who can deadlift. Yeah. You, you're just an autistic guy that now goes to the gym a lot. And you think that people didn't like you because you were weak and stuff. It's no, because you were weird, bro. And you wouldn't fucking stop talking about fucking One Piece. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, there is, I see, have seen some funny ones. I saw one the other day that's just like, um, you were put on this earth. Your destiny is to become the most successful male in your bloodline. Yeah, shit like that. So what are you waiting for? Go out and do it. Legacy. I'm like, dude, I'm about to jerk off and fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like legacy heavy reels. Yeah. When they're like, leave a legacy and you're just like, bro. Bro. 
I'm packing another cone as we speak. Yeah, dude. I'm literally packing a cone right now, dude. And you're telling me that I need to leave a legacy that my bloodline can be proud of, dude. Yeah, dude. You're like relax. You're like I'm taking a fucking shit after a poorly timed meal late in the afternoon that's going through me at a rapid rate, <laughs> and it's now ten thirty, and I'm not feeling like I'm gonna have to go shower again. And whilst I'm shitting, I'm oh. watching this reel that's just like, you need to be the most successful person in your bloodline, otherwise. You're a cook. And you're like, oh, damn it, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to read this while I was taking a shit. And the whole time you're in the shower, you're like, fuck, man. What have I done with my life? Yeah, dude. It's just that like, a, like an old guy in a ponytail, like on a podcast. That's just like, if your girlfriend wants to go out of the go out of the house without you, that's fine. She's a fucking slut. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, dude, relax. And then it's just like, and then like a little tag will just pop up. It's like motivation 24-7. And it's mm. just like, follow us. And you're like, what the fuck? So yeah. guy, she goes to the shops without permission. Burn all of her possessions. Yeah. Like, relax, relax, dude. Fucking chill out. <laughs> fucking chill, dude. The guy that's just like, if you woke up this morning, brother, and you ain't getting your dick sucked and you ain't getting your breakfast cooked, you need to go look your woman in the eye. And if you want... If you want to be a man, a real man, you can sign up to my 56-week course. Oh, yeah. $4,222. 56 weeks. Become a man. Become a man. Because right now, you're a little baiter boy. That's so funny to have, like, a whole reel discussing a lifestyle that you know your audience lives and saying that that's disgusting and it's pussy and it makes you sick. And the only way for, like, them... To like get any better is to pay you like two thousand yeah. dollars to do a ten week course. Yeah, about that's essentially is how to talk to women you think are pretty. Yeah, dude. that's pretty much what it is, yeah. dude. And like dudes who are like full blown losers are for real. Like, I need a absolutely. Fucking, I need a, It's worth the money. Absolutely, dude. I need to join Andrew Tate's war room. And I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and it's always like some bro. Just kill yourself. It's way easier and faster. It's always some. It's always some bald guy who's like on steroids with tattoos, and he's just like, you know, you might wake up in the morning piss out your dick, but guess what? That doesn't make you man. You might be walking around with two balls and a dick. That ain't make you man. You want to be a man? You need to follow my course. You got to do my course. Fifty six weeks. How like, to be calling, a man. like calling your audience pussies because they're not beating their wife correctly. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> and, then, and then and then making like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, dude. And like their course is just like, what oh, you need to fuck. do when you wake up in the morning, you need to go outside. You need to get sunlight. I want you to do push-ups. And they tell you to just eat different parts of the animal, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, you need to be eating bone broth every day. Yeah. And you're just like, do I? Brother, you ever woke up in the morning, the first thing you did is inject bone broth straight into your erection? Because if you do, that'll make you man. <laughs> Dude, Join my are course. You just, are you just talking about liver king? <laughs> Dude, how funny is that? He's like nearly dying. What? Did you know that? No. Because he got caught being on all of that fucking gear. Yeah. That like hormone replacement theory, t- testosterone, all of that shit, dude. So he stopped doing it. But because he's he was injecting his body with all of that shit right now. Dude, Liver King's like fucking bedridden. Really? He's like for real bedridden and like going through like treatment and stuff because his body is rejecting life because he's not getting injected with fucking hormones every single day. Bro, he was doing like three to four rounds of hormone replacement therapy yeah. a day. Wasn't he spending like 11 grand a week or something? Yeah. Like there's something fucking crazy. But yeah, You dude. can't just go off that shit 
Yeah, you can't and clean, like live. You can't bro. go clean Turk, bro. It's you I have. I, can't I have go clean Turk. I have a guy that I used to work with, and obviously this isn't great advice. See, he wasn't the greatest guy to take advice from, yeah. and uh, he loved to like sesh still, like mad at like forty years old. But like, well, all right. But like doing twenty year old shit. Like you'd have a chat to him, and it's like, what were you, like? How's your weekend? He's like, man, it's fucking sick. I just went out, fucking ate like fucking. You know, six pingers on the fucking Friday night. Fucking didn't get to bed till fucking eight. And then just thought, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. Now it's Monday. I haven't slept in a few days. But here I am, brother. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. He has a theory. So, like, his uncle used to just smash heaps of meth, like, all day, every day. I think I may have told this on the pod. I think his uncle had, like, a brother that was, it was maybe a twin or, like, someone close. So, his other uncle. But they, these guys were close. The one that would smash meth all the time just stayed doing it. And one of them yeah. used to do it hard and then stopped and he got sick and died. Right. And okay. that, so now the other brother is just like, mate, your body knows what your body knows. Can't switch up your routine. Wait, and honestly, that's, that's fucking mad, bro. That's a sick excuse. Dude, that's I a, like that a lot. That's his entire <clears throat> excuse just to continue to do meth. At a recreational yeah. Like, yeah. level of like he can still Honest, go, but honestly, I feel the I feel the shit. exact same way about weed. <laughs> I feel the exact same way about weed, dude. But your body knows what it knows. Yeah, I have to do it every single day for the rest of my life. It knows. It knows, dude. If I don't blaze, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you go cold, you go cold turks, so and then it's just like next minute Taylor's in ICU. <laughs> just like everyone's like standing around. You've got all these cords and a fucking you're breathing out of a tube, and they're like, we just don't know what's gonna fix him. And then just, I'm I, way, I'm just like, I roll in with a joint and I just put it in your little fucking breathing device. <laughs> it's just like keeping you alive. You just have a fucking massive hit. Then all of a sudden, like all what's the up, co- pussies, <laughs> all, the, all the color comes back into your body. Oh, dude! You start like regulating and waking up. They're like, I think it's working. Give him more. And you're just like, What are you fucking retards doing here? Uh, look at that TV. I'm just like, Hold on, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> With every tote you take, you just can become like more like yourself. I'm getting life back. My power bars fucking yeah, going back bar. up. And they're just like, We've never seen this before. He's healing, and it's just he's like healing. Dude. He's always been healing. I'm <laughs> levitating off my bed, dude. Just fucking. <laughs> Look just at arms it. out, just like oh. healing, and then just like by the end of the joint, you just come out and you just like. Do you guys so hear was- about Josh Giddy? <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I was going to be like, so I was in Kuma recently, and uh- <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's mad. That is mad to be like, give up meth. I can't, dude. My body. My will, brother died, dude. Yeah, my body. I'm not gonna will die. Know. You don't want me to die, do you? <laughs> yeah, dude. And I need to keep smoking crystal meth. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. I, keep, I get to keep. I have to keep having the funnest time people have doing drugs. I just can't believe this guy held down like a job, bro. People for real are like high. What's the term? High, High functioning, functioning meth heads. Yeah, people that you like would not even think about it all. Like. High level, like corporate, like business people, smoke meth and like have it together and own like properties and have a family and like are a dad and shit like that. Maybe and then they, just they had and then ADHD. They smoke meth. Maybe they just had ADHD and then they just fucking annihilated it with the glass Barbie and they're like, 
Now it's time to work, bro. That is that is actually a fucking hilarious. <laughs> Before anyone knew what people ADHD don't know what ADHD was. is, and they just happen to be by chance. This is hap- This is what happenstance is. And then you fucking smoke meth, and you go, "Oh shit, I don't know what everyone's fucking deal is, bro." I'm clear. I can focus, dude. How fucking funny would it be that some people might be full blown meth addicts because? It helps it because it calms them down. (laughs) (laughs) And their family's like, it's fucking tearing our family apart. And he's just like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, I'm more put together than my friends. Yeah, mum, we just did a fucking crossword. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, so, and they're like, like when I, bro, I just need it so bad when I'm not on meth, I just I can't concentrate. Yeah. And I'm just fucking, I start doing one thing and then I start, and then I just completely forget and I start doing another thing. Yeah. But when I smoke crack, I am fucking zoned in, dude. And I can just fucking, all the voices in my head fucking slow down and go away. And I can just get shit done. And when then people are like, you're, you're a fucking drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I have undiagnosed ADHD. Uh, fuck. So good, dude. I had something halfway through that and then it's just like fucking just completely popped out of my brain. Oh, fuck. Man, it's, it's fucking high functioning meth addicts just in society. Just like, yeah, now that I've smoked my meth, I know exactly why I walked into a room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You ever catch yourself with ADHD and you walk into a room and you're like, what the fuck am I doing in this room? And you're like, I'm a fucking idiot. And then all the time, then you walk out. And by the time you get back into the other room, you're like, Oh, I needed to grab fucking, I needed to grab a pair of shoes. So then you walk back into your bedroom Mm -hmm. and you're like, here's my shoes. Bro. I've literally, this happened to me the other week, dude, I was mowing the lawn and then I realized that I needed to go out the front to like get something. I can't remember exactly what it was. But then I went out the front and then when I was in the front, I saw that there were like things in the garden that needed to be things. So I started like doing gardening shit. Yeah. And my missus was like, dude, the lawnmower's is running. The lawnmower's running. <laughs> and I went back and did it. And I was just like, oh shit, my bad. Yeah. It'll fucking, dude, it'll get you. It'll get you good, bro. It gets me fucking, dude, maybe I need to smoke crack. Maybe you need to smoke. Dude, why haven't you been doing this? I just haven't. Honestly, bro, I just haven't really had access it's a, to it. It's a revelation. Well, now you've got the revelation. If anyone out there who listens to us <laughs> sells crack. <laughs> Taylor lives in Murrayweather. I live in Murrayweather, dude. So fucking hit me up. I might, dude, I might bring crystal meth to Merriweather. He ain't waking up in the morning smoking a big old bowl of crystal meth, brother. Maybe he ain't a man. Join my course. <laughs> 56 week course $4,222 Join my course Crystal meth Seven days a week (laughs) Crystal meth Smoke crystal meth And eat liver (laughs) (laughs) It's called 365 and 366 On a leap year meth Intermittent fasting Broken by crystal meth Dude just the inspiration video Is like They first they said I couldn't start, but now they don't know I couldn't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Crystal man. Yeah, the <laughs> advertisement video was just a guy flipping a tire for three hours, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just carrying a fucking fridge up a hill to his apartment that he found on the side of the road, riding a bike <laughs> with like a fridge on his back. Just yeah, fucking. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> 
which is funny because I've fully seen that in Coogee one day. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I've seen a cunt walking up like one of the hills in Coogee with like a lounge on his back, just walking up a fucking... I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. You ever see a short. guy with like a TV, like an 80-inch TV, just like on his back in one arm, just like balancing, like walking yeah. through the streets? Yeah, and you're just like, dude. That guy has ADHD. Yeah, and that's how the only reason he could get that task done with that level of focus without breaking the TV. Mm. Well, that's funny, man. Because, dude, how funny is that, like, crack is something that could, like, propel you to, like, success <laughs> or just completely ruin your life? And you just and it all depends on your brain, whether, you, whether or not your brain is neurodivergent or not. <laughs> And the only way you'll know is if you wake up in the morning and have a glass Barbie. It's called Glass Barbies for Breakfast. Taylor, thanks for coming in, bro. No worries, brother. It's been a good one. No uh, do you uh, have any upcoming dates you want to let the folks know about in December? Uh, just the 8th of December at the Newcastle Comedy Club. And then I actually don't have anything booked until like mid-January. So nice. I'm having a decent chunk off. Having a little chunk. I nice. will tentatively be in... Uh, Possibly back at Bondi, 14th and 15th of this month. Oh. So, uh, yep, keep us set. <coughs> so make sure you give Taylor Coftry a follow on the gram, Taylor oh. Coftry. Make sure you follow our page. We made a page for this. It's only been artwork so far, but we will give you clips shortly. Uh, follow the Sunday Service Podcast, I think it's called, on Instagram. Yeah, the Sunday Service it. Pod. <laughs> Search us. You'll see us dumb dogs. I'm Bradley Bishop. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Bradley Bishop. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Don't forget to smoke weed every day and chill to the next episode.